Hello and welcome to episode 75 of The Nerd Out, coming to you sort of live from the Dawn Studio. The Dawn Studios! Woo! I'm, I'm Lisa. I'm Red Pink. Uh, we have a special guest we'll get to in just a second. Uh, welcome to The Nerd Out. Um, We're here to nerd out with you for the next little bit. Yeah. You can find us online on Twitter, the Nerd Out, we have a Facebook page, we are on Instagram, and you can email us, info at thenerdout.com. You can also, you not only can you, you should also leave a five-star review. Por favor. How many times do you have to ask this shit? Yeah. And just go, and you know, if you want to leave us a four-star review, that's cool. Yeah. But if you leave us a five-star review, and then whatever you write, Ritzy will read it out loud. For sure. And like, it could be anything. Tell me what kind of voice I can read in the voice. She'll read it in a funny voice. Like, <laughs> it's all good. We just need the reviews, kids. Yeah. So, that's it. Welcome. Glad you're here. And let's get right into the fact that we have a very super special guest. Yes. Aww. But while you guys are here, I have some exciting news that none of you guys know about yet. Oh, my God. How did you keep this to yourself for the past two hours? I don't know. I'm sweating because I've been keeping it inside. But I just want to let you know that we finally have our first sponsor... Nice. And tonight's episode is brought to you by the number seven and the literal. <laughs> okay, special guest we have today. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Special guest today we have, um, uh, I was going to say Uncle Ginger Snappers. Ginger Snappers, <laughs> Jane Jessup, who is a visual artist. A renaissance man of sorts. He can design books. He can design your logo. He can do uh, pet collars. He can do murals. And he's a good friend. Oh, thank you. Shane Jessup, everybody. Shane Jessup. Hi. Thanks. Appreciate it. Hello. <laughs> um, and one thing that I was thinking on my way over here See. is... Um, Ritzy used to have another podcast, Dearly Departed podcast, called You Heard Show. Yeah, we used to talk about it all the time on here. And we're slowly but surely, we're working our way through You Heard Show. Yeah, we had Kano on before with Tracy Tubera. Uh We got uh, Ginger Snappers on right now, Mm -hmm. aka Leisure Suit. Um, And then eventually we'll have Skit, and then that'll be it. Yeah, and then we'll just have to hang it up. Yeah. (laughs) Or you guys will have to start another podcast. (laughs) Yeah. That was a fun time. That was. Mm-hmm. I loved. I loved those episodes. I didn't know fun. anything about what you guys were talking about, but you talked about it with such conviction. <laughs> and it was fun. Was it fun? I think alcohol was involved. A yes. Lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay. So it made it a little smoother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, uh, we recorded pretty late. Yeah, because we had all to coordinate four people's schedules. It was, was crazy. There was episodes where Skat was recording in the bathroom. Or in the closet, remember, in, in the because downtown his kids, place? Yeah, because his kids were in town, so... <laughs> so he was in... Oh, in the bathroom, you're right, you're right. Yeah, he had to in the bathroom with his laptop in the bathroom. Yeah, because he was in the loft. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, Mr. Shane Jessup, why don't you tell the people um, a little bit more about yourself, what you do, who you know, things you like. Break it down. I know nothing. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah... It's kind of hard to pigeon my whole myself down to something. <laughs> I mean, don't yeah, pigeon came your whole on our account. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm technically a graphic designer and illustrator. Um, and then I did a lot of books, like Ritzy mentioned. What kind of books? 
art books and mostly graffiti books and graffiti history. I'm a, I'm a graffiti writer by for 20 years, so that's kind of my knowledge and my thing. And I used to run a magazine back in the day and would run and travel the world and paint and do stuff. And that was kind of, so that's kind of my upbringing. So when my peers started putting together book projects, they kind of came to me and I kind of learned how to do it and we just put it together and started doing that. So I feel like I have phases in my professional career. Book design is one of them. It was mm -hmm. a couple of years. Toy design is one of them, which I don't do anymore either. But name some of the things that you did. Uh, what did you do? The Lucky Cat? What's it called? Lucky Cat. Oh, the Dunny? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Dunny series. And the Android series. Nice. And, uh, Android series. Lucky Cats. Um, my whole thing with the toy world is really weird because it was... I actually worked at Kid Robot Corporate. And I did a lot of stuff that no one knows I did. <laughs> You're like behind the scenes, man. Behind the scenes guy. And I did like things that I can't really take credit for, but I worked so hard on. Like the whole Money World series, that was one guy's pencil sketches. Oh. Just one angle. But I designed the whole toys and all the accessories. And uh, my one of my first jobs with Tristan Eaton in Brooklyn before I started working at Kid Robot was money the actual money mm. figure. They were coming in, photos were coming in from the factory and he was like, I need you to help revise these. You know, shave a little off the ass and then like <laughs> the, the tail needs to bump out a little bit more and things like that and then redesigning all the accessories. And I did a bunch of other, I did a bunch of big artist toys that they don't even know that I did. Wow. But uh, so I, I did a lot and I really enjoyed working in three-dimensional ways like that, but designing it 2D, doing turnarounds. Yeah. Left, right, front, top, bottom, which I found out it's all the factory needs. Yeah, it's, it's crazy Yeah. what they can do with just those views. They literally just print it out and tape it to the sides of clay. That's crazy. And carve it out like that. So yeah. Right and, you know, and then they send you photos and you trim it over so, I don't know, it's kind of hard. And now I just paint murals. Crazy, crazy murals. Like, we'll have a link to his like, Instagram and his site and stuff. And you guys can see the amazing work that he does solo and also the amazing work that he does with Tristan and Tristan's work. Because you do, like, what's the tallest building you guys done so far? I think the most square footage yeah. is the one we just left in West Palm Beach, which is seven stories by seven stories. Whoa. And it was um, just you two. This time it was just us. This is the second time we've painted that wall. The first time there was an unfortunate um, couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago, some of the bricks started falling off. Oh shit! And uh, we're piercing the roof of the building below them. Oh. Oops! <laughs> so basically, half the mural fell off, and then when they went and reinforced it and fixed everything, they smeared concrete all over it. Oh, shit. Which was just the way it had to be done. So we're like, let's just do a new one it's instead crazy. of fixing up the old one. So we just finished that. It's gorgeous and it's huge. Thanks. But the first one was four people. Took us 12 days. This one was two people. Took us 
about nine days. Wow. So we're getting better. And it was, wasn't it like hella hot? Or humid? Both? 103 degree heat index. Do you have like a scaffolding that you're on? It's like a, they call it an outrigger, which is like a, what window washers use. Mm-hmm. Like a mechanical lift. We had, we had a 60 foot one, so it was large. And you have to like rope your belt yourself into it. Yeah, you have lifelines, and you have are they on your body on harnesses your, and on your balls and equipment? Yeah, they're fully. <laughs> so yeah. you have crazy sweat yes. balls. Yes. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> We're lucky with that job though, because around noon to two, the shadow uh, was on you guys. Would start to come over. Oh, nice. So you definitely get a lot more painting done later at night than. Or later in the afternoon than 8 a.m. because 8 a.m. was miserable. I bet. And when and when you guys do big murals, for those who don't know and they like see this amazing piece of art, some people freestyle it, freehand it, mm-hmm. and some people don't. I mean, the murals that you do with Tristan are crazy intricate and have like crazy layers and different styles and colors and stuff and and they're usually faces so they have to kind of really be precise especially at that large scale because once just like when you sketch something one line that's out of place totally changes the shape if an eyeball is the wrong size yeah like if the throw off the whole thing yeah And, and we're painting eyeballs that are Taller than us. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so you guys do projection first, or so for these those jobs, the big jobs we project. Sometimes we have to project in multiple times. Mm-hmm. I think the first time we did that wall, we projected three nights. Shit. But we would paint yeah. during the day, and then we would just project the next spot because then you have something to go off of because you're already painting. Yeah. This time we were able to get it all done in one night. Wow. Which I think saved us a lot of time. Our buddy came up from Miami and like helped us out and watched all the equipment because you have laptops and a digital projector and cars open. Mm-hmm. But every wall is different and every wall has a different. Uh, there's always something that needs to get figured out on the fly. Yeah, it's usually MacGruber that shit. And it's usually <laughs> late at night, especially the projection process. Like even finding power. I bet to run extension cords and then. That could be a long extension cord. And this wall, I think we were like uh, five feet short. Oh, oh my god! So we had to go find another extension cord. But like <laughs> the community always comes in on those points. Nice. Because like whatever's open, you know, like Papa John's was open. I think they gave us an extension cord. Oh, that's awesome. You know, like that kind of stuff like always happens. But no matter how much you plan, there's always going to be something that's not a hundred percent there. And for like something like this, where it was just you two, and it was super big, and you had all you were there nine days. Do you, you guys eat what? Like, do you guys eat up there on the lift on the on the rigger thing? Sometimes. Um, or do you take actual breaks? Tristan's been really good about taking a break, and he's so busy that he's working. Like people don't realize this. Like when we go home from the walls, he works, and sometimes he works till six in the morning. That's crazy. And so we don't get to start yeah. till noon or 10, you know, and he'll be like, he'll just send me a text and be like, I'm going to get four hours sleep, you know, or something like that. So a lot of this whole, this last wall, uh, every time we took a break, he was pretty much uh, answering emails and doing business stuff, doing That's interviews crazy. for people and setting up the other projects that are coming up. So 
it was it was nice. This place actually gave us an apartment to use. Nice. Just as a break room. Real nice. So we had yeah, big screen TV and a refrigerator. AC. And a coffee machine and oh, AC. Nice. So we're able to like take real breaks and relax. But usually it was just like grab a sandwich at the place next door <laughs> and then come inside. And keep it moving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and going back to book design, I think a lot of people don't understand, like you think graphic design is graphic design and it's, it's really not. There's a lot of people, like specialties, like if you're good at editorial, that's a skill. If you're good at book design, that's a skill. And you're like, what's so big about a book? It's a grip of pages you, that you have to, you know, do in a certain way and you have to, it yes. has to flow. It's it's just like anything else, but with multiple pages. Um, and it's majority project managing, like. I'm sure, like and, the photographers. And trying to keep a, yeah, and trying to keep a scope of when you're dealing with 375 pages or 380 pages or whatever the page count is on, it's hard, but you have to learn and know where everything is. And that was always, that was the hardest thing to learn was to, to look at things in a grand scope yeah. but then focus on small details on each page. And you're really just, good at it. You're like oh, one of the, you. I mean, just I really don't talk about it all the time. No, you are. Like, I, I mean, know guys I that are really good, and that like that's what they do for like thirty years. I just kind of got thrown into it, and I'm yeah. like, okay. No, but you do a really good uh, job because Shane but, is like, hella organized. Like, yeah, and just making sure you know words don't break in a paragraph, and like, or paragraphs don't end with just one word. Yeah, and things like that. Mm -hmm. That's the stuff that's like really meticulous. Like, and you're really good at that because your files are meticulous. Which helps tremendously, yeah. but also because you're so meticulous, you can catch all those little things that... It's very OCD. Yeah, and that's great, and that's what you need to be yeah. able to do that and do it well. And not only, because someone could do that stuff, but it might not flow well visually, do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And with Shane, like, he did, the, they did the, remember the Hello Killy, Hello Killy, Hello Killy, Hello Kitty book anniversary, the Sanrio, he did that, and... A lot of the graffiti books and stuff that you mentioned, we'll have a link to a site and you can I see did, everything. Yeah, I did three books for Sanrio. And we, ha we it's have one of my it. favorite people to work yeah. with. Yeah, and, and it's, it looks great. So yeah. uh, he does a tremendous job. So if you guys need a book designer and you got a budget, hit my boy up. A big budget. <laughs> yeah, big budget. Huge, big budget. the hugest budget. Yeah, exactly. My budget goes up after this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Starting now. <laughs> Um, and, but but and I've always tried to be like that with all my files. Like, and it, it's definitely an OCD thing. Like, all my Illustrator files, like, if you really dissected them, like an Illustrator person, like, dissected my files, I think it's kind of creepy. Like, <laughs> how much I put into it and remove points that don't need to be there. Nice. And it's just a weird technical thing for me. They're actually centered on the artboard, <laughs> like exactly, no matter how big the artboard is. Like everything's like very, I, I try it. to make it very precise. I love I'm it. starting to care a little bit less, but. But they're you, still always going to be organized. It's, there's always going to be something. They like might not be like yeah. crazy, like, but they'll always be organized. I don't have extra Pantone swatches in my color swatch. Oh, you go that extreme. I That's pretty them. gnarly. That's. Yeah. That's I'm awesome. Doing like, yeah. 
Are you like this in other areas of your life? No, my house is a mess. <laughs> I was going to say, like, your refrigerator. Is it, like, Well, I've been traveling organized? so much, my refrigerator is, like, one bottle of water and a six-pack of beer right now. <laughs> I mean... It's all you need. Essentials. I have ice cream in the freezer. But... Talking my language. But I try... <laughs> beer I try, and ice cream. I try to keep everything, like, <laughs> as clean as possible. But I live by myself, so I can kind of, like... Like, I haven't unpacked from... Florida, so I'm like, yeah, whatever. I just step over the bags. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tomorrow it'll probably bother me, and I'll. <laughs> now that now that you've mentioned, now that you've confessed now it, think yeah. about it, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, people know. Now I gotta clean that up. I just like, I know no one's gonna see my apartment, so I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah, close the door. It's me. But you know, people are gonna see your files. Yeah. And that's another <laughs> thing. Clients are gonna see the files. Yeah, and I'm the same way. I'm not as extreme as you, but. I mean, part of the time that when I'm doing an estimate for a job, I think about the time I'm going to take to organize files. Like That's a good way to do it. My Photoshop files, you know, I like it to be super organized with the groups and layered in the way that you do them, yeah. open them, especially like website shit, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and you know, and, pe- and people appreciate it and they want to work with you again. And yeah. I just hate getting shit from other designers, like a job I'm picking up. And I'm like, what? I don't, I, I get, I get really upset you, you know where it probably really started was working at kid robot and getting other artists files and i can call out <laughs> the majority of them one of them that fucking runs the company now <laughs> worst files i've ever seen in my life he knows this but it was just hidden layers and like just worst no points uh Connected. Sorry, it's super nerdy illustrator. That's what we want to hear. It's your nerdy. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. When people nerd about like, shit, I love yeah, it. Yeah, just things not relevant right. to. Like, yeah, they weren't production files. You're like you're, you know, not calling out the Pantone colors and everything when you're specifically asked to call out the Pantone <laughs> colors to go to <laughs> That's production. A so I had to clean up so many artists' things and boxes and toys and actually do their toys. I mean, I was working on big artist dunnies and stuff that were pencil drawings. Wow. Like Is it because they knew they could get away with just not really giving a fuck? Yeah, or... I think they were just like, eh, I don't have time for this. Or I don't want to pay somebody to do it, mm-hmm. so you guys do it. Like yeah, Ron English, Ron don't... English had like a X-ray dunny. It was all skull. Oh, yeah. The glow-in-the-dark skull mm-hmm. thing. Like, I did all that artwork <laughs> off of his, like, pencil drawings. They were just scanned in and sent in. Do you think he? Do you think he knows the programs? He has people. That, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. At that point, I mean, it was a job for me, so it didn't matter. It was like, yeah. oh, okay, cool, I can do this because they knew I could do it too. Cause yeah. I had the experience to like. I was like, no, I can do that in like, twenty minutes. I did it in probably twenty minutes. Wow. But then laying out his box and then doing everything else. So That's there was cool. a lot of that. So I think, I had to deal with so many people's. Horrible files that I was like, I gotta make my files as clean as possible. Yeah. Named properly and like. Yes. And even add the date in the file name and like. Yes. Oh. Underscore. <laughs> like, yes. I love this. I yeah. love this. And it, for me, it happened because I ended up working at House of Blues concerts where Tiana and I met. Mm-hmm. Um, and before I would get people's files, but when I went there, um, because I was getting so many people's files and we were such in a rush, you know how it is when you're at Live Nation, I think. I worked at House of Blues also, yes. And so, yeah. so for shows, it was like last minute shit and I'd get this artwork. 
And it would be from big ass companies like fucking tour design and that shit too that we fucking paid for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're giving me this shitty files? Like ridiculous. That's called like um, super diamond underscore art. Yeah, and, like, and I don't know what this, what does this mean? What is this? Yeah. It's ridiculous. So that's that's when I was like, oh okay. That's when I started getting really crazy with my files. But yeah, I think you're you're next level on that shit. Um, I like, there was also a because I my first real design job and what I consider school was working for Santa Cruz skateboards. Oh yeah. And they, uh, there's, I came in right when computers kind of came into the whole, the whole factor of the whole imagery and everything. And they were really good about naming files, backing them up once a week. You basically had to shut down. There was only five of us in the art department, but you, you know, for eight brands or something. But you had to basically shut down and back up your work every Friday. Oh, nice. That's and smart. And you had to burn it. Just when we were burning DVDs. No zip disk? That you don't go that back, that far back? <laughs> this, they were doing that, but this is like right when... I think we started with CDs, actually. Oh. But they had already been doing that. But you had to burn two copies, one to keep there and one to give to the president of the company. And he had a whole wall in his house that was all of the archives. of. Oh, wow. So from five designers every Friday. So if the building burned down, he had it. If his house burned down, yeah. we had it. You know, because we didn't have like huge servers or anything at that point. So, so it was funny. Like I, yeah, even my password, like to all my accounts, is the same password from working there. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> The password what they gave it? me. Yeah, and what is it? And that? the password is. And my social security number. <laughs> um, I have a question. Uh, for those of you that listen regularly, you know that um, I've only met a couple people that Ritzy couldn't give a nickname to, but most people don't get two. So I'm wondering. Very surprising. What yeah. the genesis is behind your nicknames? <laughs> the. Ginger snappers, I think, just because of the my beard turns red when it gets to a certain length, I think is when it started. I don't even know. Probably, <laughs> I don't even know. You just look like a ginger. You're not, but like, look at look at the. But I'm not a ginger. But uh, yeah, you're but not. But even just not even just your beard. Like just you just look like you'd be a ginger. I don't know the Gin- leisure suit thing. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know where that's from either. <laughs> I think it was just like a stupid text or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, we were we're supposed to regular. meet up, and I was like, look, yeah, I'll, I'm the guy that looks like me wearing a leisure suit. <laughs> and then she just started calling me a leisure suit. <laughs> okay. And then uh, the Supernatural Bear calls him Uncle Ginger Snappers, if you please. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's get in mm-hmm. to the Flash Round questions. Flash Round questions. Uh, you want to go or you want me to go? Go. Okay. Um, this is my favorite question of all of them. What fictional character would you most like to have sex with? Oh shit! <laughs> this is Flash right now. I'm like, um. Uh... And it could be any yeah. genre, any medium. Book, movie. Psylocke. I don't know. Whoa! I don't know who Psylocke is. From X Men. Mm-hmm. Which one is that one? She was like the purple, like leotard. Is that what they call? Yeah. Who plays her? Oh, I don't know. Is she, she's not in the movie? She just is came she the out in the one? movie, yeah. Who, Which, play, who played her? What is her power? Uh, what's her name? The, this isn't why I'm attracted to her. Oh. Yeah, you were like attracted to the character. Uh-huh. But 
uh, what's her name? She's she was on uh, like G four. She did like the uh, oh uh, like the. There's a bunch of girls that have her first name. Yeah, they're I, popular. But you, Certainly but it's not her. It's the, it's the actual character. No, you know what? There was like a weird X Men or Marvel released a uh, swimsuit comic book. Stop. When I was oh. You know her. Yeah, she was with um, Joel Kinnaman, <laughs> and she was on Olivia uh, Munn. Olivia Munn. Munn. She is pretty. She's pretty hot. She's gorgeous. But I'm not attracted. But, but you're attracted to the. Okay. To the you're attracted. So to there that. was a, there was like a Marvel uh, swimsuit issue. Mm, really. And they did dudes and mm-hmm. females. Thank and, you. Yeah. Was equal uh, opportunity. Sidelak was pretty hot. I like that. Um, what is her What is her power? She has a psychic mind locks or whatever, and she has like the big purple dagger that comes out of her arm. That's a, uh, it's like a psychic energy beam. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So she can like do a bunch of stuff with, like in the movie, I guess she cuts through a bus. I don't oh, know. it's a telekinetic. Telekinetic kat- is what katana. Isn't that what homegirl? Katana. Katana. Yeah, I mean, from, uh, okay, so that's not going to come in handy during sex. No. Just wanted to check. But I think she telepathic also did like probes. Mind. Yeah, she did telepathic Pre-cogn- probes. Pre- you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anal probes. This might come in handy. Just saying. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, next question. East, this is going to be interesting because you've lived on both of them East Coast or West Coast? Living or music? Just, I don't know. East, East Coast, Coast or West Coast? Coast. <laughs> I'm pretty happy on the West Coast. Okay, nice. I had good times on the East Coast, and it was over. How long did you live on the East Coast? Well, I was born in Connecticut. Oh. I, I thought you were born in Texas. No, I was born on a nuclear submarine base in Connecticut. That's wow. crazy. Are you a superhero? <laughs> Maybe. I'm just waiting for it to come out. <laughs> Looking for my Psylocke. <laughs> no, but then I, I spent... Yeah, I spent probably 10 years in Texas and then 10 years in Santa Cruz, California. Then I moved to Brooklyn. And I was there for eight years, I think. And now I've been in L.A. for seven. And then you moved seven years ago, you moved to L.A., and that's when I met you. Yes. And that's when your life turned for the better. It mm-hmm. totally <laughs> For sure. I no, got, my life turned for the better. I got oh. so many nicknames. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, what was your gateway drug to nerddom? Like, was there something in your youth that kind of set you on a path of enjoying nerd finery? <laughs> it was straight from birth. My dad is like a, my dad was a huge Star Trek fan. Oh. And especially Next Generation when that came out. Mm-hmm. Like, you couldn't touch the television. Like, that's what he watched. <laughs> and then he had it. But, I mean, he always he took me to Star Wars as soon as... That must have been Empire Strikes Back, but we had already watched, mm-hmm. you know, the f- the first episode or whatever episode they call it <laughs> yeah. now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then he would take me to Terminator all the time, and it, but he was a he had a good way of explaining things too as we left. Oh, that's awesome! Like I'll never forget, like leaving, like I think it was Terminator Two or something, and he was like, "Do you did you get all the uh, anti violence message?" <laughs> 
in the movie and the anti guns and the anti and I was like, No. <laughs> like I'm a teenager. I'm fighting in the parking lot. Like not even a teenager, I was a young kid, like trying to kick my brother in the parking lot because I thought I was Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but my dad had a good way of like always bringing everything around and being like, There's there's messages here for these in these movies and everything. And especially Star Trek. And as soon as I got old enough to like buy gifts for Christmas and stuff for my parents, I always got my dad like Star Trek books, like whether it was like the design of the ships, like mm-hmm. art books and stuff like that. That's awesome. So I think it was just kind of from birth. My dad was just a full blown nerd. From sperm? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but he was just one of those guys, like he was just really good at technical weird things. That's mm-hmm. probably where I get a lot of my OCD and everything. Like. You know, I mean, he worked in the engine room of nuclear submarines. And That's like, crazy. He made his wedding ring out of a nut off of one of the bolts. Oh, sure. Because he was out at sea so long. Like, he forged it for so long. So That's he made awesome. his own wedding band and then, yeah, and like, fix cars and, like, do weird. That's how he met my mom, was fixing my uncle's car. Because <laughs> my uncle was his uh, college roommate. I don't know why. Yeah, so my mom just walked up and he was like, hey, and then they ended up getting married and popping us up. <laughs> Cute. But yeah, I mean, both my brothers are, um, you know, engineers, programmers. I think it's just always, like, we had a computer in the house, like. From jumps. Right, like, we were literally playing, like, Oregon Trail, like, and things like that, right from the beginning. So we, like, always had, like, a good grasp on nerd dumb. <laughs> mm-hmm. comic books were encouraged like all that stuff even though it was like a really religious family they were like super easy going about that stuff and the rest of the church was like freaking out over he-man cartoons and like <laughs> we're all latchkey kids just sitting there watching it every day you think well, my parents they knew it wasn't a threat or an issue mm-hmm. which i'm lucky that's awesome yeah i don't know about your that's amazing. Yeah, my father actually became a uh, professor of theology. Taught oh. himself. He's an ordained minister, but he taught himself as many religions as he possibly could, and actually became a professor of theology. Wow. And uh, yeah, he's done a lot of. So he's he's a very open mind, minded Christian <laughs> upbringing, and he converted to, from Catholicism when on his own when he was nineteen. Oh. And started pastoring a church. Wow. Yeah, hmm. he's a very uh, focused person when he gets into things. That's awesome. Um, okay, that was that one. Let's see. Oh, what's your biggest guilty pleasure? <laughs> That's hard because I'm pretty open about it. Right. Everything. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of what Woe said, but I can't remember what Woe said. Um, His was about music. Dirty Dancing. He watches that all the time. Nice. I mean, he loves it. Yeah. <laughs> Although my I actually thought about this for the last week, and I don't, because I'm pretty open about everything. Like so on social media, like I'm like. Yeah, that picture. I don't. Which... I'm bumping Adele all the time. I'm on Adele Ray, <laughs> and I'm like Rihanna, and like I'm just like I don't have any like things that a, I'm embarrassed. You by. You have that picture of you in a hotel room, and it's like your legs. You're not wearing pants, and it's like porn. I am wearing pants. Like, like porn and like a beer and no, it's not porn. That was a joke. Like that was uh, a Pornhub logo. Pornhub. 
logo mm -hmm. on my computer. Mm -hmm. And I was wearing shorts. We just, but we just saw your legs. Okay, so guilty pressure is uh, hotel life. I love <laughs> yes. I love hotels. I love hotels too. Good hotels or just any hotel? Like, does it be like. Especially good hotels. Yeah, good hotels. Yeah. Or at least decent hotels. Yeah. A swimming pool would be nice. But otherwise, I'm just like, you know, it's like living. For some reason, I live differently in a hotel than I do in my own apartment. <laughs> Like, I'm more free. <laughs> okay, when you walk into a new hotel room, do you have any rituals that you perform? No, just turn the TV on. What okay. do you do to it? I have to take the bedspread off. Yeah. That's you, where all the jizz is. Oh, yeah, that's you know a good who, call. You know that's who taught the, me that? That's where the jizz lives. I mean, you'll see taught me that. Cause really? Because he he's been touring for yeah. most mm -hmm. of his life. And so when we first went on our, like... First weekend getaway. Uh -huh. He's like, no, no, don't sit on that. <laughs> totally. He's like, don't do it, don't touch it. He's like, first thing we do, pull it, pull it back. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do everywhere, and that's what when I share a room with someone, I'm like, uh, uh. That's a good call. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's thinking about his eyes are like, dee, 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 shifty. He's like, oh. I'm like, uh. I've been jizzing on the <laughs> on the jizz cover. I never, I never stopped to think. The other people but I did, like, were jizzing. <laughs> <laughs> the hotel I just left in West Palm Beach, I felt bad because I would come in, you know, eight or nine, ten hours a day in the sun and covered in sunscreen and bug spray because of Zika. <laughs> and Zika's like, it's, a real, it's, a real, it's yeah, scaring yeah. the shit out of me. And it was coming, <laughs> it was coming into West Palm Beach from Miami. So there was like six cases while I was there, and they all were getting it from the same location in Miami that. I have to go live at all month in November. And uh, so I would just kind of sit on the bed, you know, and like charge my phone and open my laptop and turn on the TV and just kind of relax for a minute. And then I would, I was wearing shorts and I would get up and the whole bedspread was just like covered in bug spray meets spray paint meets sunscreen, like this cakiness that I had on my whole body the whole time. And I felt really bad for them. But then you had all that shit plus jizz <laughs> <laughs> from sitting on the comforter. True. So I think I you got naked, the... I wasn't naked, wearing pants. There's no winners here. Really. No, There's it's no a lose-lose. Lose-lose. Lose. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Florida and who knows what. Dude, why... Why is Florida like the worst ever? I don't know. Like why are the people like it's the America's worst? America's dong. <laughs> If you look at it, it's kind of right? what it is. You know? While I was there, this like frat boy stabbed a couple and, and ate, ate his face. Yeah, yeah who did? and stabbed the guy that tried to stop him. That was yeah. two miles away from where Shut I was. Up. And I was like, "What is going on?" And then Are Tristan plays this game where he's like, "He's like, do you ever play Florida Man?" And I'm like, "What oh, are you he, talking about?" He was telling me about that when we were drinking that one time. Yeah, he's like, "The Florida Man." You just type in Florida Man and then just read all the headlines, and it, it's. The worst of the worst. He went on for like 20 minutes just reading them all to me. I'm like, just stop, stop, stop. Like, Florida man arrested for trying to have sex with an alligator. Lost his arm. Like, you know, Florida man eats another person's face. And yeah, that's like, all that shit happens over there. It's so weird. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. I don't like it. Um, okay. Oh. No offense to Florida. Um, <laughs> is this going to mean something to him? I think so. I'm not sure, but I think so. Okay, Rick or Daryl? And why? And why? Mm. I don't know. They both have to serve their purpose. 
Like they both have a, a very important part. Mm -hmm. And I think they're mirror images of each other. Mm -hmm. I would say Daryl's more effective. Okay. I think Daryl, you know, being raised in Texas, Daryl's more my speed. <laughs> He'll cut through the shit real quick yeah. and get something done. Mm -hmm. Whereas Rick has to overthink it maybe a little bit. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. Even though he's losing that. Yeah. I think he is losing that. Mm -hmm. And I think his son's going to turn out worse than he is. Okay. I don't think his son's going to overthink anything. <laughs> mm -hmm. If he makes it that long. We'll see. It's only like... Who do you guys think? <laughs> I don't know. I go back and forth depending... Yeah. Different different seasons, I would be like, just right off the bat, like, immediately be like Rick, and then you know another season, I'd be like, oh, Dar I mean, um, Daryl. Um, when I say Daryl, I'm thinking if I was in that position to be part of that camp. Yeah, like if you had to buddy up with one person, I mean, points on the board for Rick because he's a really he's theatrical motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Like there's we like for a long time there's that season he's kind of starting to get back there with the beard when he would go like all Old Testament Rick yeah I like that and he was like fire and brimstone and like all and he was yep. like whoa like that's some that's some big painting with a very large brush there yeah Daryl's a little more simple I think that's what I like is the simplicity of it mm -hmm. you yeah you know how he's gonna react you know he's gonna go back for that dead body you know he's gonna go. Because ultimately, he's the good guy. Like, no matter what, he's the good guy. Yeah. He's the conscious. He's like... But who do you guys think got murdered? Oh, oh. that's going to... Fuck. That's a long, long, long conversation. No, we've had it. We've had it. We've had it. We've had it many times. It changes, it changes for me, like, yeah. every time I think about it. Who do you think? This is our I think uh, I think uh, a... <laughs> I think a lesser character. You think um, homeboy with the mullet? Yeah, the mullet dude. I always forget his name. Uh, Eugene. Sorry, Eugene. and I'm really bad with names, and especially when things have been off the air for so long. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's not fresh in the brain. I don't think it's Eugene. I, I think it's fucking think Glenn, it's... and I'm gonna be balling. If they, they if they do do Glenn, they stick with the the, the comic books. Yeah, but then sure. something just came out the other day where they're they're hinting that it's Daryl. <gasps> I don't think it's Daryl. Hush your mouth. And Daryl's filming a movie somewhere else. Oh my goodness! But he's he publicly said that that wasn't interfering with Walking Dead. So well, probably, I don't think it's Daryl. Shit. I don't think it's Daryl. He's too. Important. I think it could be Sasha. Oh, because she's like a, a lesser character. Not to downplay the character, but yeah, totally. but she's like in the core group, but kind mm -hmm. of secondary. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Abraham and her were like hooking up and like everything's coming up, it's coming up, coming up, rose, up, rose. So it's just like it's just a thing for them to like bash yeah. yeah. Love her setting us up for that. Yeah. But I, I still always go back to why did they do that to us with Glenn in the dumpster? Yep. I always go back to what she was like. She's like, I think, and we talked about it off. Line as well, like she's like, I think they did that so that we did a, like a fake out, and then and everyone's like, Oh, good, Glenn's okay. And then at the end, and then they're all, ha ha, stuck to stuck to the storyline, bitches. Like yeah. you know, and then we're like, fuck. I would say it's fifty percent. I would say it's fifty fifty. Yeah. Shit. Well, I guess we'll it's find hard. out in a couple of months. October, right? Is it October? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. It's gonna be so stressful. 
Okay, who in the Star Wars universe do you most identify with? Lando. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. C three PO. Jar Jar. <laughs> no way. I should be more prepared for these. No, you don't have to be prepared. That's what's so great about yeah. these. They give you multiple, uh, maybe, give you nobody. Maybe Luke. Luke in the beginning. Because he just doesn't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. And just has to run with it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like do things. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I live my life, which is sad, but. <laughs> no, it's great. I mean, look how it turned out for him. <laughs> Pretty good. Now he lives on an island by himself. Yeah. Every, every no man's neighbors. dream. Yeah, no neighbors. <laughs> I don't know what he pays, but it's like. It's, it's a lot of steps. He gets a lot scenic. of cardio. It's scenic views. Mm-hmm. And he's got he doesn't s- have allergies. He's by the sea, surrounded by the yeah. sea. And he's got a burlap sack that he wears. Yeah, that's Pretty all you awesome. need. Easy access to the balls. Just got his lightsaber back. Yeah. So what more can you ask for? Uh, okay, <laughs> final question. Tupac or Biggie? Oh, fuck, man. I've dealt with this for so many years. <laughs> I'm actually going to say Tupac. But based on the fact um, <laughs> Biggie didn't record enough. Mm-hmm. Whereas Tupac has a huge catalog. Okay, all right. That I can enjoy 75% of, whereas I enjoy 75% of Biggie's catalog. It's way smaller. Is he the first person to say Tupac? No, I think we had someone Did we have another person? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we've had a couple of people, I think. That's really hard, though. That's really hard, because I think if they had the same amount of material... And you can go... I would probably say Biggie. Uh-huh. But knowing that Tupac created so much, uh-huh. like literally within like two weeks, like the way yeah. he would record songs yeah. and write them. But did you like Tupac's final album? Which one? The was, second one. Was I mean, he already passed? Um, the one. I'm going, going. I hate that fucking shit. I hate that album. I hate that shit. Was that like Back all the uh, aftermath stuff? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, come on. California is like a such a good song. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, you're talking about Biggie. Yes. Oh, the post mortem album. Is that the one with everybody was like, uh, with all the guest appearances? Uh, I don't know because I wasn't even a fan. Life like, after even, death. Life after death. Yes. I don't know. It was good. I wasn't a fan. But then, like, you know, like, the songs with Bone Thugs and Harmony and stuff, like, everything was recorded after. So that song is actually really good. The one with Bone Thugs. He has, he has some good songs on there. But it's not like... But it's not his album. Yeah. That's a that's a Puff Daddy album. Yeah. That's his mom's album. That's not him. Yeah. So I, I'd be interested in both of them, what they would have released if they actually had control of their music. Yeah. And what would they be like? Wa- I was thinking about that too. Where would they be? Would they be washed up? Would they still be like on top of their game? Because you know, so many people, like you look and you, they, like we were talking, I was talking to Kano about this. We're talking about like Jimi Hendrix. We're talking about Basquiat. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about like uh, Jimi Hendrix, Basquiat, Bruce Lee. Like, would they, you know, because you, when you die, you're just like fucking legend. And if you were that great at that point, but yeah. would they have been able to maintain it? Like, you know, 
because that's a hard thing to do, especially if they were to live now where we're yeah, social media out and people do, we could see all your shit and then you'd like, people could, lose interest hella quick. They could very easily paint, you know, playing the Modesto County Fair. Yeah. Next week with Skilo, you know, like you don't know. Yeah. But I would hope. Yeah. You but all the big legends, like they're not playing like the best shows. They're not doing, you know, some of my favorite rappers of all time, you know, Big Daddy Kane isn't doing like no. selling out arenas. No. Rakim's barely showing up to shows, you yeah. know. Lauren Hill is she's crazy as the, fuck. Whatever the hell she's doing, you know. Like, I mean, she's still. So you never know. Yeah. It's interesting. What does uh -oh. Neil Young say? Better to burn out than to fade away. I'm like. Yeah. But that's what he's talking about with like uh, when he was talking about the punk rock movement and like Sid Vicious and you know Sid Vicious was a horrible musician. He but he's yeah, but he's like and a horrible person. Like he could barely play the bass guitar, <laughs> and uh, he's kind of like you know martyred as like yeah. this big like rock, idol, punk rock, rock and roll icon. When you actually he didn't even play on any of the Sex Pistols albums. <laughs> he only toured with them. Like that was it. But he looked good in that picture. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. All right, that wraps up mm -hmm. our, flash round, our flash round questions. And now let's get into, that's not emails and comments. I put in the wrong thing. I meant to put in the vents and things. Guy. And vents and things. So one thing that we've talked about on this motherfucker for over four years is the Paint Life movie. What? <laughs> yes, and for those who are not familiar, just tuning in, that's the movie that me, Woes, and... Per, um, what's his name? Jesse. Jeru. Um, and if directed by Daniel Zana, we went on this Southeast Asian tour. Da, 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 da. Um, so it finally went out to people. I already talked about that. But news that we got today, I talked to Daniel Zana today on the phone for a little bit. It just He is submitted to a bunch of festivals all around the world. Mm -hmm. And the first acceptance, uh, the first place it got accepted to is... Uh, the Highland Park Independent Film Festival. Highland Park as in Highland Park up in here in Los Angeles, folks. Nice. So October 6th through 8th is the um, Highland Park International Independent Film Festival, and it's going to have its West Coast world premiere screening. Nice. Um, it just got announced, uh, and then uh, we're going to see, I think, Woz is at New York Comic Con. Gotta see where Purd's at. I'm here, I'm gonna keep the dates open, and then hopefully Danuzana, because he lives on the East Coast, is gonna be flown out. We'll do a Q&A, so as soon as they know exactly oh what God, day cool. uh, it uh, is screened, and when there's gonna be the q and I'll let you guys know. You guys can check it out, mm -hmm. tell your peeps. And please cross your fingers, because it was submitted to a lot of amazing film festivals around the world, um, and I hope that it gets accepted, and then I hope I can go to some of those motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. Like cans? No, not like that. You like some... step off a boat. <laughs> totally. Hello! Yeah. <laughs> Helicopter on the boat. And then fall, because I don't know how to walk in heels. Um, but one of them, I think he said, was like in New Zealand. Yeah. So mm. that would be, be fantastic. Um, all right, so let's get into... We haven't recorded in a while. The last one was our Not homeboy and fam familia woes. Mm -hmm. um, if life's got in, you know, got in the life, way. Life, dude. A lot of life shit. A lot of life shit. But Stupid Lisa life. still maintained, was able to go and see a couple of movies, and I saw one. 
Yeah, I Mostly feel like I've like seen that. more movies that I can't remember. <laughs> I've certainly been watching them at home. Um, but in the theaters, I saw Ghostbusters. Had I seen that when we met last no, year? No, no. Okay, saw Ghostbusters. I don't think so. No, um, no, no. No, because I'm, I'm the first time I'm hearing that. It was not as good as the original. What a surprise. Okay. Did you like it, though? It was... Was it entertaining? Entertaining. Okay. Was it, was it as bad as a trailer? Um, no, but okay. almost. Wow. Like, it was one of those movies that after the, like, just total savaging that it got by, like, mm-hmm. frankly, I think a lot of, like, dorky fanboys who couldn't bear to have their childhood <laughs> violated by, like, a bunch of girls. Um, I was like, I don't care if this is the biggest piece of shit of all time I'm going opening weekend. Like, if I don't even want to go, yeah. I'm just going to buy a ticket. So that way I'm, like, supporting it as, like, an F you to people. Yeah. 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 Good call. Um, thanks. <laughs> uh, but I went, yes, yeah, fine. Um, it might be entertaining to rent kind of in the background. Yeah. Um, I could Chris, work with it. Um, yeah. Chris Hemsworth is really funny. That's what I hear, that, that he's like the standout. He's kind of the, yeah. He just plays this, like, d- bim- himbo, <laughs> like, airhead guy. And it's really funny. Um... And uh, and then I also saw the Jason Bourne movie, which was not as good as the other Bourne movies, although not surprisingly better than the Bourne movie that didn't have Jason Bourne in it. Yeah, I don't even. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, that the, was with the uh, Renner. Uh huh, Jeremy yeah. Renner. Um, Still don't know why they did that. I you know it was because they, I think that they were taking a stab at extending the sort of brand beyond yeah. what's his name Damon. but then what I thought was funny is that that didn't work and they're like fuck it put him in Mission Impossible we'll see if we can like hedge <laughs> our bets there like I don't get me wrong I would hit it like the fist of an angry god I think he's super hot I just but... think of Jeffrey Dahmer every time I see his face right but really? it's like he's not he played he was that was his big breakout that was, role yeah. no, he played yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer yeah convincingly sure. like Fucking spot on, like, like holy shit. Nom, 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 yeah, nom. like, oh. Can't do it. No. Um, but yeah, he's just, it's not, it's just not who he is for me, you guys. <laughs> well, you like the fucking psycho fucking. He shoots arrows real good, though. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. He like the creepiest guys. He seemed like a good dad out in the woods. Lisa, in his she flannel. likes the creepiest guys. <laughs> kind of. She's attracted to the creepiest guys ever. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, Jason Bourne, <laughs> the one thing that I love in every Matt Damon Bourne movie is that there's one like three minute hand to hand combat scene that's just fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. This movie did not have it. Really? Like there was wow. one fight scene in the movie and I was all, nah, it's all right. I didn't do it. But it's not like a newspaper and vertical <laughs> blinds and like all this sort of shit. And you're like, what? What? Like, you weren't Just watching that it like constant that. Constant zoomed in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, yep. it wasn't like that. And I just, I love the, I love a good fight scene. And um, I did not feel like this one delivered. Ugh. But it was, it was mm-hmm. certainly entertaining. That's good. I don't even, like, I don't remember what happened at the last. Before, I didn't see Homeboy, and I didn't see Jeffrey Dahmer one. But the one before that, like the Matt Damon one, 
I don't remember what happened. Like I I'm think gonna they have to all watch. In the same, he disappeared. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think see that the, one again. And then he oh, had no. some amnesia, and then he remembered something, and then he disappeared, and that's the movie. He killed a bunch of people. And scene. He, he has like a people. fake passport and a mustache. Yeah, and a motorcycle, and he's just yeah gone. off into the distance. I think that's the way they're all supposed to end. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong, but I think that's pretty. So cool. yeah, to see the last one, to see that one. Um, I went to see. We talked about it the last episode that I wanted to see Ab Fab. We're telling mm-hmm. Wolves mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, how was it? It was, if if you're a fan of Ab Fab, I was. was then you have to see it. And then when people like come out, like we saw it in West Hollywood. I mean, we saw it in Santa, Santa Monica on a Saturday in the afternoon, and it was just you know, fag hags. They were like the only sh- straight dude. But didn't we talk about? You're the only straight dude that I know that likes it. <laughs> um, that I, I get to. That's a friend of mine that I can be like, oh my god, Ab Fab. I just always love British. Comedy, they were the best. Oh, we're talking about it in the car. Were we faded? Talking about it in the car on our way to the festival. Yeah, that's where it sounds familiar. And Aaron was Aaron was like, "You're the only straight guy." <laughs> so, anyways, Aaron was in town still, so we went to go. That was the before. Went to go see it, and it was. Uh, they just made the so good. Sex in the city was stupid <laughs> compared to half that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know yeah. a lot of dudes that watch Sex in the City. So do I. Surprisingly, but that was just like. Those girls would just crumple up Sex in the City and toss them <laughs> in a corner and eat them alive later <laughs> over vodka. Mm-hmm. You know, they were just like, yeah, they were the greatest. I t- tell but I was into all that stuff. I was into Faulty Towers and I was into like oh yeah, know, all the like, British you know, shit. So you get Black that. Adder and uh, yeah, and Mr. Bean before he was before he was really in the states. Like, I just loved all that like silly British comedy and to have like alcoholic. Drug abuse, yeah. Drug abusing, like, raging, yeah. <laughs> amazing, strong women, like, stomping around. That was awesome. Yeah, it's the that best thing ever. And we saw the movie, and it was it was really awesome to see it with, you know, who introduced me to it? The, one of the Gs, Danny. Shout out to Danny. Um, Hi, Danny. <laughs> um, and to see it with them and with uh, Aaron was extra like special to mm-hmm. see it with them and we're like oh my god and people come out you know come on scene and we're like oh no 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 but I was thinking like if I didn't if I wasn't knowing anything about the show I would probably think it's super ridiculous and I wouldn't understand it you know what I mean like you have to have I think you have to have the, like the cultural yeah the, the background of like who are these ladies why are they like that you know mm-hmm. uh, but it was it was pretty it was pretty it was, funny because it was kind of like I think like Ali G and everything kind of came after that too. Yeah. So I think if you actually put an Ali G movie out right now with no background, it wouldn't. It would be kind of a little weird. Yeah. Whereas it worked in the late '90s, early mm-hmm. 2000s for a minute. True. So I understand what you're saying. Like if you have no background on it, like I didn't expect that movie to do too well in the U.S. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm glad they finally did it because they've been talking about it for. Yeah, it's been rumors for a long time. Yeah. Like so, 12 yeah. years they've you been talking sh- you about. You should see it when it comes out. Or... Oh, well, I'm missing so much stuff. Yeah, because you're, you're traveling. I tried travelers. to catch up on the plane the other day. and just... <laughs> I watched some horrible movies. <laughs> um, Which X-Men was one of them. The last one? Sorry. I feel like this summer has been, like, and I will go, I will watch the opening of an envelope. Like, I'm very, <laughs> I have a very low threshold for entertainment. Um, but... Batman vs. Superman, X-Men, 
and Suicide Squad. I haven't seen any of them, which are like so weird because those are my it's, wheelhouse movies. But it's so weird that I'm, I'm not even interested in seeing any of yeah. them. Yeah. Like I was not, I loved the idea that they were going to do X-Men Apocalypse. Mm. I loved the concept that they were going to do it. But when it came out, I didn't go see it. Batman versus Superman, just not interested. Suicide Squad, not interested. Justice League, I'm slightly interested, but mm-hmm. it's, when it comes around, I'm probably not going to go. I'm going to rent it on, on, well, not DVD anymore. I'm just going to watch it at my house. Mm-hmm. Steal it from the internet. I don't. I don't. I try not to steal anymore, but I. Oh, right. No. Well, I try. No. I'm not saying. <laughs> shh, shh, don't talk about it. My, my, I'm not gonna like my Deadpool copy is. I didn't pay for it, but. So many other people watched, did. You're okay. But it gets watched a lot because it was a fucking good. That was, movie. That was such a great movie. So I tried to watch X Men Apocalypse the other day on the airplane, and I seriously fell asleep. Wow. And I woke up to the very last scenes, and I was like, I don't, I don't care to rewind it. Wow. I was like, I'm, just, I'm fine. You're like, I, f- I, can, I can take a good guess at what happened in between. But everything that Marvel is doing... Is interesting. I am geeking mm-hmm. the hell out mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Doctor uh, Strange. Nerding out, if you will. Nerding out. Mm-hmm. I, I purposely didn't say nerding. <laughs> Doctor Strange looks... Amazing. Uh, the new Spider-Man actually looks really, really good. Thor Ragnarok, I cannot fucking wait for. <laughs> especially if they're sticking with what I think they're sticking with, with Planet Hulk storyline. Like, that's... Because at Comic-Con, they showed off Thor's, like, gladiator armor. Which means it's the Planet Thor mm. storyline. I mean, the Planet Hulk storyline. Where he's like a he's a combatant in the and he has to fight Thor and it just and then I found out Doctor Strange is actually going to be in Thor Ragnarok and then the way they're doing everything is just amazing. Mine is blown. Your mind is blown. It's it's, it's so everything I wished could have happened when I was younger, mm-hmm. but I'm so glad it didn't. Because now we have the technology to make yeah. it look really good. <laughs> and it's not the... Do you remember the 70s Avengers movie? Like No, I don't. It's horrible. I don't think I know that. Like Captain America and Spider-Man. And, They're like in yeah, and old cost, school costumes. Yeah, it looks like an episode of Chips. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you should look it up sometime. It's amazing. But it's horrible. So now we have this... like. We can do it. And Guardians of the Galaxy was so good. That was oh, really... Yeah. And Guardians of the Galaxy 2 seems like it's, it's mm-hmm. on set to be... Yeah. And then everything going up to the Infinity Wars, like... Yeah, I feel like um, uh, the DC movies are with Warner Brothers, right? I feel like they yeah. really shit the bed by letting Zack Snyder just run this, continue running this whole thing. It's yeah. just like... Did you read that uh, letter from yes. the ex-employee? Uh-huh. And how it's he like said, everything's so even dark Wonder and Woman, dreary. Yeah, he said even Wonder Woman's on the on the path yeah, it's to a deal. Shit show. Oh, shit wow. show. And everybody's like, no, it's not. It's actually gonna be really good. Which it does look really good. The trailers look good for Wonder the Woman. Yeah, it yeah. does. It ha- it definitely has like kind of a Captain America vibe to me. I think it's because they're doing the World War One thing, yeah. and then uh, 
but it like a little sort of like sweeter and less mm-hmm. like Ben Affleck and like <laughs> yeah. Superman and like them staring at each other and it's dark and raining and then you're like really come on you guys and we both had our mothers are named yeah Martha let's, <laughs> let's make out I haven't even seen the movie and I know that I know oh, me too Ugh, have no desire to see it none I'll watch it eventually maybe this week yeah maybe maybe I'll have like a film festival just bad of all, yeah, yeah. All the of movies all, are like, no. of all the Batman, Superman, or Superman. I didn't see, cause see, I didn't see the first Superman. Well, the first Zack Superman. Yeah, I watched it. Maybe just a year ago. Like I finally watched. It. I fell asleep the first time. <laughs> this isn't like a normal thing that I fall asleep in movies. Sure. Like uh-huh. I sit and watch. Sure. But for some reason, those movies just put me to sleep. Just like, they and that that was a really depressing. slow depressing movie that Man of Steel if that's the one you're talking about yes yeah the same Superman that fights <coughs> Batman mm-hmm. for 30 seconds or something yeah and then they're like alright we're we cool our moms um instead what I have been enjoying a lot more of is I've been watching a shitload of television and I finally got around to watching Penny Dreadful that's what I just started too well, which I just is finished- great I finished the first episode, or first season. Mm-hmm. I'm on season two now. Yeah, it's like uh, Leslie, our friend, uh, the fame fatale. She was always she's been like on my jock to watch this for like years. She's like, you're gonna love it. It's like pulpy. It's kind of silly, but it's fun. And then when I started watching it, I would send her a text afterwards where I was like. Why did nobody tell me that Josh Hartnett makes out with Dorian Gray? <laughs> and like, wait a second, there's fucking werewolves? <laughs> and like, I was like, why didn't I watch this sooner? This is all kinds yeah. of crazy sh- Like, It's awesome. Yeah, and they it's like, it's ridiculous, one town. but it's great. Yeah. So you got Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein, you got his monster, you mm-hmm. got his uh, new monster for a minute, and you've got... Mm-hmm. Now you got a uh, Frankenstein's bride. You have vampires. You have a werewolf. A werewolf that comes in. Last episode of the first season. Uh huh. Who's surprising? You got Dorian Gray, which is a uh huh. A very obscure. Yeah. Story. Weird. It was a short mm-hmm. story. Like. Yeah. Uh, is that Oscar Wilde? Yeah, it was. Um. Yeah. yeah you have like devil, demons, vampires. It's like everything's just shoved in this one town. Every like yeah story. Is yeah, like all in sorts of town. like. In the next season, I will not give anything away. But you have mm-hmm. like, and new sets of ones that you're like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm dealing with the witches right now. Like there's you got some witches. Witches, um, what's her name from, uh, Peaky Blinders, who's an amazing yes. actress. Yes. The so mother, that's what I'm getting confused. The mother. Of Penny Peaky. Dreadful and Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Very different. But they're both really both good. Both British. Both really good. Because you told both me... three seasons, I think. You told me... You were telling um, Mosquito and I... Yeah. Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders is where it's at. Super good. Peaky okay. Blinders is my, like... That's my shit. That's your shit. And that's your shit. Uh-huh. Okay. Peaky Blinders. Penny Dreadful. Penny Dreadful. That's... It's a whole different kind of show. It's a not penny, as good. A Penny Dreadful is what they called the, like, shows that you would go to in Victorian-era London... And it was a penny, and you would go, like, watch these, like, 
pulpy. I don't know if it's plays or movies. Plays must have been plays. I'm Victorian. Um, you can watch these like plays with like a damsel uh-huh. and like a whatever. Mm. And it was also the time that um, Mary Shelley's Franklin or Frankenstein was published and. Um, Dracula was published, and it was just this whole, like, fever in Victorian-era London for, like, spooky stuff. Mm. And so it sort of takes that a step further, and it has, it's, like, you know, real, and everything's there. Mm. And they actually have a Penny Dreadful, mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. They reference Jack the Ripper a lot. Mm-hmm. I, that seems like they would, like, but he hasn't, done that. he hasn't come in as far as I've seen yet. Mm-hmm. I have one episode left. Of... Three, of all of them. You said three seasons? Three seasons. What is, what is that on, Showtime? Showtime. The thing that sucks... It's on uh, Netflix now, too, though. Oh, really? First two seasons on Netflix. First two, yeah. Um, the thing that sucks is that apparently the guy that created it, like, when they were filming the finale for season three, he was like, yeah, that's it, you guys, I'm done. And everyone's like, excuse me? <laughs> and so it, like, like apparently rough. left somewhere really awkward. Oh. I was kind of accidentally spoiled, and everyone's like, but wait, we had all of these other oh. things. Oh. I hate it when that happens. Worst. Um, but yeah, I've been enjoying that. And then last, night before last, a couple nights ago, was The Return of Fear of the Walking Dead. Nope. Keep seeing ads for You don't for do it. it. I don't. You don't do it? I tried. I got to the first season and I barely remember any of it yeah it, it's, it wasn't very memorable to me yeah um, and I feel like I have enough people that I care about already that mm-hmm. I stress about in the apocalypse but I'm real to stress it out for more you know stress for more people mm-hmm. are you enjoying it though um yes I enjoy it okay the new the second half of the second season I guess is what we're on now um, and I hate this whole thing, like breaking up episodes, because I'm like, wait, who are the? What happened? Mm-hmm. Like it was yeah. so long ago. Um, it was good. It's interesting. I don't know. It's not as. It's not The Walking Dead for sure. No. It's not The Walking Dead season two. Whatever no. season it. Just, yeah, I, d- no, I just don't care like that. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. So I'm not. Mi- we're not missing like. No. Because I don't hear anyone saying, "Oh my god." Yeah. I just hear like, uh, "Oh." I'll probably get back. To it when I've got down points in other shows mm-hmm. right now. Because finished Game of Thrones. I know. Game of Thrones. I know. And they just pushed back the date. To, was it January, April, May? Is it in May? Something. Because they have to film in the winter. And it's less episodes. Yes, the next two. Did you say six and six? Seven and six. Seven and six, yeah. That's, that's right. So um, yeah, well, the thing that I'm really excited to watch next, and I will legitimately get up and get myself a glass of water, <laughs> is Stranger Things. You should. Okay, yes. I'm going to let you guys do that. Yes, please. Thank you. Yes. Okay, the, clo- the door is closed. Stranger Things, thoughts, Mr. Leisure Suit. That was the first time a series has been made for me. <laughs> like it was, everything was 100% perfect. I think just for our, like our age group yes. and everything. Our age bracket, it's like, it's gold, and right? And bringing, bringing, you know, my girl Winona in. And 
No, it was just it was it was done well. It wasn't cheesy. No. But it referenced so many things without stealing from it. Yeah. Like it was just all everything was an homage in yes. it, but with a completely original storyline. I think. The Some fucking Duff Brothers, that. dude. Like. They did a good job. Amazing. And reading all the stories about them and like what they did and to get this made and the people that did the music for it. Yes. Like had to quit their jobs and like. Amazing. And they just went in and scored the whole thing. It was yeah. Just the whole thing, it was like a good... From the title sequence... Yeah, just everything. To... And we kind of already kind of discussed this a little bit. We talked... Discussed it here. Um, On our way to the concert, we were talking about it. Even our Uber driver... (laughs) He was ...was a big fan. He said he stayed up till 6 in the morning to watch it. Yeah. Um, It's like you... Because we talked about it here on the show, I don't know what episode, like a bunch of episodes before about talking about, because, especially now as a parent, you, we can't, they can't, like my son's not going to be able to do what we used, what our generation used to do, like be on a bike out till dark or past dark and have these adventures, like these coming of age, like, you know, all the movies that we grew up, you couldn't, we're like, how do you do that? This is how, Strangest Things, how you do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how you do it. And I, like, I rode my bike into the forest every day. And like, yeah. Just, you know, Be out forever. Got chased by wild boars. And <laughs> I had all kinds of weird adventures as a kid. but the, I didn't get chased by wild boars. But. Well, I lived in Texas. But <laughs> like kids nowadays aren't going to do that. Like They can't do that. They can't do that. It's yeah. too, I mean, they can't. Even if they wanted to, they probably won't because they're going to sit around on their iPhones. Yeah. Their iPads. Or something. I don't know. But yeah, it's a good throwback to like the real growing up coming. Yeah, of the age. coming of age, and it was really the right, kids, yeah. and it was up to them to it's, save the world or whatever. And yeah. one article I read was uh, that it it was so great to see a show where I think they referenced people nowadays. Like it, they said, the sh- it was a shift in like kid adolescent movies uh that were coming out where when scream came out so like mm, everyone yeah, in scream had to be like really good looking a pop star yeah, yeah. or something something or like abercrombie and fitch they said it was very uh, mtv because it was made by mtv yeah so yeah i think so produced so was, by or yeah. yeah so that kind of shifted everything so everything now looks like that so you don't have like these kids look like fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. They've got a lisp and they've got, you know. Just <laughs> Teeth doing... missing and like, and they're really kind of playing Dungeons and Dragons and like. Yeah. So great. <sighs> oh my and God. And everyone, like everyone in it nailed it. Yes. They nailed their part. There was not like a weak actor in the in the series, I thought. No. And Homegirl. Oh, she's amazing. The played L. The minute she came on screen, I was like, where do I know her from? I guess she was from another uh, British show. Yeah, because of course she's British. Yeah, two of the the kids are British, I think. Which which other kid is British? Um, The one that got... No, no, no. The one that was her friend? The one that put the... He he wore the bandana at the end. He put that on. Because I read that that was his choice. (laughs) That he actually like... Oh, the black kid? Yeah. Like that, he actually was like folded up the bandana and like put it on. That's they were like, "That's what that was his idea." That's to amazing. To film him doing that, like the full Rambo scene. <laughs> that's amazing. So he's British too. Black the, British. Yes. They yeah. I mean, they, everybody did an amazing job, and it was done well, ended well. 
Yeah. Didn't and it, hurt. It, 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 it like wrapped it up, but left a little bit open to classic, do what they're going to do. Classic 80s style. Yeah. And they're greenlit for another season. I know. It's amazing. So, um, but and, yeah, all, yeah, all these, I don't know, people are calling them theories, but I thought they were the way I watched the whole show in the first place. You know, that's going to affect season two. You think you read that theory, the one that Al is the monster? Well, yeah, but I thought that the whole time. Oh, really? I was kind of thinking it, but I wasn't sure. And then when this, you know, they did the whole illustration thing, I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I just felt like it was, you know, two sides of the same coin. Yeah, it makes sense. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're not. We're gonna. We're gonna end it here we because just, we, we don't want to have any spoilers. It. Yeah, highly recommend it. Um, side note: that's not gonna spoil anything. Is like, I found out. I nerded out so and looked up who produced it, who directed it, um, all the actors. I follow Homegirl on Instagram now because she's amazing. I've seen interviews with her, and then I looked for the guys, the two dudes that did the score. That did the the original music, the score for yeah, it. Yeah, the musicians like up the in music. Portland, right, or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where, what they're city from they're from, yeah. but um, I found their website and I emailed them. I haven't heard back, but I emailed <laughs> them and I was like, "Thank you so much." Yeah. I was like, "You guys killed it!" Da, 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 da. And then I looked and researched um, the the I forget her name is Nora something, and she heads the company that did the music supervision. You know the amazing music, and yeah. there's that link to the spot of Netflix, spot of official Netflix, Spotify link to the music from yeah. the show, That's and good. it's they do. Oh, excuse me, Game of Thrones, and like mm-hmm. their fucking mm-hmm. client list, roster list is crazy of projects that they work on. Um, so I tweeted her, and I was like, Oh my god, mm-hmm. like I was just nerding the fuck out. And what I like about it is, last note, what I like about it is that after it was done, every other day, it comes into my brain. Like, I think about it, and I get that feeling. Right. It was like the old school, yeah. when you watch, like, Goosebumps or something, you know? It was like that. Goonies, or, like, yeah, yeah. You, just, you get that feeling, and you think about it, and you're like, ah. Oh. Like, and I'm, I'm a grown-ass woman. Like, but I, I get that feeling, again, of being a kid. Like, oh, I can't wait for you to see it, and when you see it, can you finish the last episode? Can you call me? Can you text <laughs> yeah. me, T.I.? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because then we'll nerd about it That's again. awesome. They did, like, so much weird, fun things, like, I think they filmed it with red cameras, you know, but then they ran a filter over it before they aired it, so it looks, oh. it gives it a grainy, like, feel, like a full, like, 80s, like, adventure movie. You That's know? awesome. Well, I've been trying to rush through Penny Dreadful. Fuck Penny Dreadful. So that I can watch Stranger <laughs> Things. Fuck Penny Dreadful. You'll That's going to be there. Get to it when you get to it, but then you'll enjoy it. I only have one more Penny Dreadful episode. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Because you're not gonna, you're gonna want to like fucking. That's why I wanted to get through because I know I'm gonna want to. I'm gonna be all like nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. Start in the morning so they have plenty of time. But then here's the other thing: um, the third season of Penny Dreadful you can only watch on Showtime. So then I had to get Showtime so I could watch it on demand. And I, you know me, I only want to get that for a month. I want to be just late in that pile of money on fire. So I had to watch it all in a month. No problem. I watched it all in a week. <laughs> and now I will call them when I'm done and be like, cancel my Can we get, now that we've talked about it, now that Coachella and Stagecoach are done, mm-hmm. let's get you on the program I'm on. I would like to so do that. So whenever you want to showtime it up, mm-hmm. it's just like 15 bucks. That's it. I just wait and then Hulu does that like free showtime weekend 
every once in a while. And then you just binge whatever just you're trying to watch. watch. Yeah. Sling, Sling does that too. Ronda. Well, I'll tell you what's really lame about Showtime is that on demand, I was like, okay, well, if I have it for a month, I might as well watch some of the other stuff. Like, I'm only on episode three of Homeland or season three. And they only have the most recent seasons of all of their shows on demand. Because they're haters. That's true. Yeah, they That's saw, fucked up. So that was Ray Donovan and like things like yeah. that. I was like, no, I want to go back and yeah. like, watch stuff that I missed. Yeah. It's shameless and like things I like love that. shameless. I do too, but I'm now I'm missing so much of it that I'm like, yeah, all right, fuck you, Showtime. Mm-hmm. I know. I think that's all way because now Netflix is carrying Showtime stuff. So yeah, I saw that shameless on there. It's a little bit late. Plus, they carry the original British Shameless too. Which I haven't seen. Yeah. Have you seen it? I watched a couple episodes. It was pretty good. Could you understand? But I'm it? so invested in the 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 American the one. American one. I love that one. The only other thing that I might watch actually while I have it is The Affair. Because people seem to like that a lot. Really? Mm-hmm. That's uh, with... I'm trying from to picture. The Wire. Dude from The Wire. Woman from Luther. I'll see. Boom. <laughs> and wasn't he from The Wire? Wasn't he the guy who raped Cersei in 300? Yes. Boom. Yeah, way to go. You're welcome. Way to go. <laughs> she wasn't Cersei in 300. The white dude from The Wire raped Cersei in 300. Boom. <laughs> Mind blown. Yeah. It just went right outside his face. That's like four different references in one, and it makes sense to everyone. But it works out perfect. Um, Yeah, so that I probably want to watch. Have you guys watched The Night Of yet? No, but everybody and their fucking mother is telling me I have to see that shit. They're like, it is so fucking good. It's good. It's, It's a very slow, constant adventure through this fucked up incident and it hmm. just keeps going I'm, I, I'm already like three episodes behind because I was traveling but do you think uh, Miosito would like that? I think so it's that's good. HBO? yes Okay. and I think honestly like Tris and I were talking about that was because um, <clears throat> he really likes it too but I was, it probably only got written because of serial podcast mm. Mm, totally. It kind of has that vibes towards mm. what that case was, but in a different setting, in a different time. And uh, I mean, it just, I think it has touches to it. Who's, who are the actors? The... Well, John Leguizamo is... Uh, oh, yes. I don't know the other actors' names, but he plays the lawyer, and he's just, he's mind-blowing. He he's was on so his way good. talking he's about it. Yeah. And they're saying how amazing he is. He's then, really good. He's really good. And living in New York, like he like he makes me feel like I would see him on the train every day. Like he's <laughs> really, really good at what he does. Because he lives in New York. Well yeah, um, just the way he acts and he's got like He's a, hella New York. He's got a weird foot fungus, so he wears these sandals and he has to like <laughs> scratch it with chopsticks. It's like all these like weird little things, but he's like a public defender and he's like <laughs> He's just the way he does everything, just like, shut the fuck up, don't talk to anybody, don't talk to anybody, like, to his clients. And <laughs> it's just done really well. But it's, yeah, I mean, it's it's dark and it's slow, and I, I don't even think there's music, like, oh. it's not scored, I don't think. There might be some music here and there, but it's just a really dark, dingy show, because it takes place in jail cells at this, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But uh, what's his name from the... Speaking of the wire, uh, Omar back. 
uh, what's his name? Michael. Michael. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in it. He's again always. He's great. Always he's he's fine, he's, but... he's fine. Like I love him so much. Well, somebody posted today on Facebook, and I, I totally agree. It was uh, it was an interview with him. It was probably with Charlie Rose or something. But he just wrote, "This is probably the best character actor." Of like our generation that we're gonna see. I'm hmm. like, yeah, you know what? You're totally right. Like he's so good in everything he does. Yeah, yeah. And have you mm-hmm. seen his show on uh, Vice Land? No. No, it just started, didn't it? No, there's like mad episodes. Oh, was there already? So if you guys got Sling TV, yeah, uh-huh. I don't own stock, but I'm I'm slinging it. If you own Sling TV, you can watch that shit anytime, any place, on demand. His show. Um. Right. How much would you say your monthly quote-unquote cable bill is? $15. Yeah. (laughs) Ritzy has it all mapped out. But then do you have Hulu? Nope. You don't have Hulu, but you have Netflix. I have Netflix, so what's that, $9.99? It's $8 or $9. It went up to $9. Do you have Mm -hmm. HBO or is that on your cable? No. You don't have HBO? I don't have HBO. I have it when... Sling does the free weekend thing, oh, okay. or have it on my alternative, uh, you know, your little, your on my Cody's. Wink, wink. On my wink. Cody's, mm-hmm. we talked about this. We broke it down a couple of us ago. Cody on the Fire Stick. Yeah. Nice. No, because I use somebody else's password for HBO. Mm. But I mean, they don't even care about that. That's nice. But I pay for my Netflix. I pay for my Hulu. And that's it. I don't pay for cable. I don't have cable. So that's why I never get to see Vice. At all. Vice is really hard to kind of get to. The it? Vice channel? Yeah. From what I've heard from everybody else, they're like... It's included in the $15 for Sling. Oh, cool. Yeah, and it's like uh, Comedy Central, two ESPNs. You get a bunch of shit. Yeah. Just in the $15 packet. Uh, $20 packet? 20 or 15 I forget how much it is. And then if you want to add shit, you can add shit for a month if you want. And just a little extra. You can get, like, a, different packages, a, a, like, add-ons for five bucks. You know, if you're Latino, you could like, get the whole, Univision. all the Gal- like, all those yeah. and things like that. I mean, if you have kids, you can get, like, a special kid package for five bucks. If you want HBO, you can get it for, like, five, ten bucks. I don't know how much so, extra. So do you have, like, a cable box? I just no. have Fire Stick, the oh, okay. Amazon Fire Stick. Got it. Um, apropos of nothing, you know what would drive you crazy is that on Fear the Walking Dead, they're now in Mexico, and there are a lot of Spanish-speaking actors who are from all over the place. That would drive you so oh, nuts. I hate that shit. You know that I hate that shit. Yeah, like, there's a woman who's Cuban, <laughs> and, like, there's some other person who's Colombian, and I heard, like, people bitching, or people were bitching online, like, like look, I know all of you English speakers don't realize this, <laughs> but these people have these crazy accents, and none of them sound alike. <laughs> Honduras. And- yeah. Okay, have you watched The Get Down? No, I have not watched it yet. We were supposed to watch it. It, it I watched the day, the night it, came, it was supposed to come out was the 25th anniversary of hip hop. Mm-hmm. And I saw some people on the cast on it to um, to kind of like promote it on Sway's universe. And so I was intrigued. And then I was like, oh, I learned so much about it. Like who was really the producers and consultants. Blah, blah, blah. So we we're going to watch it. Uh, we were going on the road trip, so mm-hmm. we'll watch it like, when we stop or whatever. 
And then Doe's Green, um, for those of you who are not knowing, he's like one of the, like he's, he's one of the biggest graffiti artists um, who was around during that time, who mm-hmm. pa- was part of the making of, of hip hop and the whole scene with the, like the five elements of hip hop and stuff like that. And he went on a, I follow him on Instagram, he went on a rampage about how like it suck, sucks and it's corny and the actors are, are, are busters and the, these white guys are just taking this, they weren't even there, da 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 And then I was like, oh shit, and like, I think Kano chimed in and I chimed in and I was like, well that's, that's unfortunate, I'm going to try to watch it because... You know, Herc was a consultant. Um, uh, you know, Grandma's uh, uh, Flash was a thing, and Nas does a thing, and mm-hmm. you know, all these different people. And they consulted, and I was like, you know, I was hoping it would be really great. And then Kana was like, yeah, I saw the finally saw the first episode, and I agree with them. It's fucking corny, da, da, da. and then Kana was like. Yeah, I kept watching. It gets better. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. Everybody says it the first episode, <laughs> and that's what like, everyone eh. said. Yeah. But what trips me out, I mean, I haven't seen it yet either, but I will, is what trips me out is that the first season cost more than the last season of Game of Thrones. I know that. and Like, what the fuck is happening yeah, what on are they this do? TV yeah, show? That's crazy. And, and that's, crazy. I think that's one thing I remember that I could, because I went back to, to tell Milcito, because he's friends with those, um, what he was saying about the show. And then I went back and he deleted the post. So I don't know if like his homies were like, well, yo, I worked on that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, it's not that bad or like, da, da, da. So I went to go and it, was, it wasn't there. And then but that's one of the things he mentioned mm-hmm. was like, they spent 120, 12, you know, 12 episodes, like 12 million an episode. And da, 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 and da, da, like he was going off. Yeah. Like, what do you think? What, what, what? It's like the Battle of the Bastards every episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but doesn't look like you saw you saw it. No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, oh okay. Good. And I mean, I'm hoping that there's some like Boz Lerman gloss on it. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's me <laughs> for those of you at home. <laughs> oh, she's making yeah. the like she's wiping shining. on and wiping off. Yeah, We're shining, making shiny, <laughs> shiny hands. Um, I'm hoping that there must be some of that. <laughs> but for that much money, you better have a lot of that. Yeah, I don't know. But the, the thing I think about is. What um I can't remember his name. You know him. It's, I think you Shane know him. He was on with the cast of, of the Get Down. What was cool about the cast is that a lot of them are young, and the oldest one that was there to do the interview was like thirty, right? Mm-hmm. And there and the one of the guys um, was talking about he that he was, he's like I'm really kind of embarrassed that I didn't know who Grandmaster Cass was. He's like he's like so I researched you know because I, we learned so much about hip hop that we didn't know about doing this film, he's like, and now, like, that's, like, one of my favorite shit, and, like, they, like, talking about how they learn so much, and now, like, because they're, they love hip-hop, they learn the, the origins of it, so then now they're, and I was like, oh, that's nice, and then the guy who was on, the, who's one of the producers, and that's, like, four million dollars an episode right there, <laughs> <laughs> he was Learning. talking about, and, and I, I was telling Miosito this, that I feel like, he was kind of explaining, because I felt like he, he knew what was about to come, like, the backlash, like, Baz, like, he does music. He did like Romeo and Juliet, and he like stylized it. But he had like a Prince song, and like he made it modern in a way. Like he always mm-hmm. does that with the shit. Yeah. He's like, he's like. So he was kind of defending that, but also saying like, look, we employed for this project. We employed so many 
black and brown people. And he's like, it's going to premiere tonight at midnight in like a hundred and something countries. Mm-hmm. Like that's big. You know what I mean? Like, so there's, you have to like, mm-hmm. he's kind of trying to say like, oh, let's overlook some of the other shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's not a documentary. Mm-hmm. There's some creative license here. Um, and it is a musical, isn't it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's why I was hesitant to watch it. But I guess every, one of us needs to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess neither of us. None of us. <laughs> but I was saying that when you. But everybody's got high praise for it, so I'm like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, when you were gone, I was saying how like Doe's made a big rant about it, da da da, and then was Kate, his for it or against it? Totally against it. Okay. Like a whole paragraph, and he deleted after when I was trying to show me a seat, though. Right. Um, and then Kano was like, chimed in, I chimed in, and then uh, Kano was like, oh, I saw the first episode, I agree. And then later on, he's like, I saw the second episode, pretty good. He's like, I finished it, it's pretty good. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, like a lot of our friends like really enjoyed it. So, we'll, I guess we'll see what, what happens. I'm sorry, I just don't want to see uh, Will Smith's son as a graffiti. Yeah, that, that um, <laughs> that knowing that he's in it, just your heart a little bit. No, I mean, he probably, I mean, could be a graffiti writer. I don't know. Yeah, that, that kind as of was a turn As an 80s graffiti writer. Just that he was in it, I don't even so know what he's... party plays, but just the fact that he's in it, kind of like, um, but yeah, so... Before we go, Mr. Leisure Suit Man, you're about to be leaving for like an art tour, basically. Tell the people where you're going yes. and what you're doing. When does this air? Uh, probably in the next couple of days. Today's the 24th. Weekend, right. probably. Probably weekend. Friday or Monday. Saturday. Yeah. Okay, I can say it then. I'm not supposed to say where I'm going. Okay. When are you allowed to say When are you? When are you allowed to break the embargo? I think if it's not out by this weekend, I don't care. So. Yeah, it probably won't be by the, the weekend for sure. Probably like Monday, probably, yeah. I'm leaving in exactly one week. I'm going to Paris. Um, I'm there for like five days. And then in no certain order, I'm going to Dresden, uh, Berlin, Stockholm, Heidelberg, <laughs> Copenhagen. Yep. Um, and then eventually I have to make my way back to Paris. So I'm gone for a month. And what are you doing while you're gone? I'm painting murals at each one of these stops. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. This is going to be cool. But the coolest, one of the coolest stops is Berlin. Is, uh, I'm actually painting uh, Lollapalooza. So that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. And who will you be seeing at Lollapalooza? Radiohead. What? <laughs> It'll actually be my first time seeing Radiohead. Which I'm really excited. Great, it's been great experience, especially especially in Berlin. Yeah, that place just goes off. So, I mean, doing that, and then I'm back for two weeks. Then doing another mural in Modesto for two weeks. Then I'm back for a week, and then I Miami all of November and through Art Basel to like middle of December. Holy shit! And we're painting like uh, Dolphin Stadium and. Amazing. Whoa! What kind? What kind of art will you be doing for that? It's all. I'm just assisting Tristan, so it's his art. Okay. But we're doing three different things at Dolphin Stadium, and then. What does What does one paint in Modesto? Uh, this is actually him helping out my other best friend, Clown. Clown. Doing his artwork. Mateo. It's like is a very, it? It's a very Modesto mural. Okay. So wrapping it's... around a bank. Huh. That uh, celebrates. The uh, 
the wonderful lives in Modesto. Nice. The, the, the rich history. The rich history of and Modesto. agricultural. Right, uh, so maybe there's like. Stagecoach? Um, migrant farmers. No, there will be no migrant farmers. Oh, there will. oh okay. <laughs> That's what good. About good to hear. People cooking crystal meth. Will there be any of that? <laughs> yeah. People doing ice? Definitely live performances <laughs> okay. around us sure. while we're art, while installation, we're if you will. Uh -huh. um, that will definitely be going on. Okay. I will definitely be. Um, I'm trying to think what else happens. Like maybe people tipping over a cow? <laughs> Not a whole lot of cows there anymore. No. Some 7 But that's like historic. I think you, you pretty much just nailed it with the math. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the wandering. The wandering of the streets and parking lots and people asking each other for cigarettes. <laughs> Modesto. Awesome. That's pretty much, yeah. I was there not that long ago. That's pretty much what it was. Hmm. No, I'm just kidding. There's a lot of beautiful, fun things to do in Modesto. but I'm sure. I'm sure there's tons. But there's Maybe a lot we'll that drags it down on next, also. On our next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much. Ginger Snappers, tell the people where they can thank find you, you. We'll have a link uh, to your website. New website, shanejessup.com. Looking nice. Mm -hmm. um, Is that what we were looking at? Mm -hmm. Do you have a dog? I do not right now. Okay. Oh. Which is good because I'm traveling too much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll be fostering again maybe January. Nice, nice. And then, uh, yeah, I think it's just Shane Jessup on Instagram. I realized Twitter deleted my account. Oh. Why? I hadn't used it in so long. I'm assuming. Mm. Okay. Mm. But it was just gone. So I was like... <laughs> You're like, cool. I'm going to treat it. What? One less thing to worry about. I was going to link it to my website. I was like, eh. I was like, eh, okay, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's it. Just Shane Jessup. I post dogs. and Murals. And uh, Murals. you watching porn. People smoking. With no pants on. People doing math. I wasn't watching porn. Whatever. He was, just, he was just looking at logos for porn websites. Oh, excuse me. He was doing research. He was doing some research. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> and hopefully we can have you back on. I'd love to. When, we probably should have him back on when The Walking Dead goes full-blown. Mm -hmm. And then Game of Thrones. Timers. I'm sorry. Yes. Game of motherfucking thrones? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Game, Game of, of Game motherfucking of thrones. thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested in talking to both of you guys about everything that's going to happen yeah totally. we got theories, our, theories in our tv lives so many theories yeah a lot of important shit to talk about all right then i think I had that uh, game of thrones theory that i told you the other night that you were like uh, uh. what what at the at uh the show john snow has a fucking ice dragon oh no that was great we have to have him on okay to talk about that no, that's it that pretty much sums it up no john way. snow has a ice dragon <laughs> no, in but you had to the talk wall which is why the uncle said he can't cross the wall because of the magic in the wall. Jon Snow doesn't know this, but he has an ice dragon. And that's how he answers. <laughs> they're both, I mean, they're all going to, they're going to, the dragons are going to come into play. Interesting. There's an ice dragon in that wall. Okay. It's yeah. huge. Okay. <laughs> we were, you, were you were talking about this as well with the Uber driver. Yeah, it's hibernating in the wall. And he, 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 but he's the only one that can bring it up. He liked this, he liked that theory. It's just an idea. But there's so many. It wasn't even my idea. I just read it and was like, 
Interesting. So many. Because when the uncle did say that he couldn't cross the wall because of the magic inside of the mm -hmm, wall, mm -hmm. I like, because I was watching it with a group of people, I was like, no, shut up. Did you hear what he just said? <laughs> like, that's a major thing right there. That's a clue. But see, all right. And then I heard somebody say that there is an ice dragon hidden in the wall. And I was like, oh, and yeah. he just referenced that, that he can't cross. But see, I think that it's because... But I also didn't read the books, and I'm an idiot. So. They, <laughs> they built the wall with magic to keep, like, undead things on one side. But that doesn't work, though, does and it? And live things on the other side. Well, I think that's why Uncle Benjamin can't cross, because he's, like, mostly dead, partly dead. He's, yeah. And that's, and that's why all of the, um, the others can't cross the wall. Because they're mostly dead, entirely dead, um, post-dead. And so I think what's going to happen, I mean, you could also argue that like, if a dragon comes out of the wall, then people are going to be able to cross the wall. But I think that what happens is that Bran, because he touched him, the Winter's oh, King yeah. in mm -hmm. his dream, that they're connected. And when he crosses the wall, Winter's King is going to be like, cool, on mm. with you. It's like the vampire's invite. Yeah, yeah, kind of. So I think that they're going to yeah. like kludge it around that. But, I mean, nothing's more badass than an ice dragon. Yeah. Fire and ice. Fire and ice. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's exciting. Mm -hmm. But we won't know until, what'd you say, May? May. Yeah. I'll totally forget this stupid theory by then. But we, won't, we won't forget that. I was really excited for a minute when I was like, I bet he has his own dragon. That we're, we're talking about. I think about one of Danny's dragons is his dragon. Do I think that she rides a dragon, he rides a dragon, and, and maybe Tyrion rides yeah, a dragon. Yeah, all three of them. Oh. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Thanks. Yeah. All right. All right. This was awesome. Thank yeah, you thank so you so much. much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. You're the best. Peace out, nerds.